0: Then please support what I do. Support my husband. This is my side also. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. But at least just follow me as I follow Christ. Okay? Um, so that's that's the But If you have any question, I'll stay after the meeting. Please have a chat with me. If you know, in fact, if you have friends who are unbelievers, bring them to weekend, they will go for free. Because you are you you're you are you are trying to get someone who doesn't know God. I tell them to pay 130 pounds. Even you that you know God said, so it's hard for you to pay. Oh, doesn't know about it. thank you it's not possible you know so we are trying to do fundraising for those people um so tonight i want to speak about godly relationship and this is a this is very universal whether it is friendship relationship or dating relationship the same rules apply but the the, the, the truth is it's easier for you to break up a friendship that is not fruitful when you are in a relationship that is not fruitful, they, they, they close that oh I'm in love, oh it will change, oh she will change. It's harder to to break up a relationship. The friendship of a relationship is harder to break up than the friendship of friendship. Does that make sense? You know, so but the same rules apply, okay? And it is important in any relationship we have we have, whether it is friendship. Or whether it is dating relationship God must be glorified in it okay God must be glorified okay God must be the center of it everything must begin and end with God it doesn't I'm not necessarily saying that you talk about God or your conversation but they have to be you have to be able to encourage each other okay you must have godly values and godly principles, especially you know. Like I said, if we have a friend who would like to do ungodly things or things like that, is is that for you to cut away from them? But when you are in a relationship with somebody who who begin to who want to start compromising their value, because love is so powerful that people are still blinded in it, and so they find it hard to to you know to 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 go. I need two people. I need one person to read for me, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. I need another person to read, Revelation chapter 22 and verse 13. And I need the third person to read for me, John chapter 15 and verse 5. 1 Corinthians 10, 31, Revelation 22, 13, John 15 and verse 5. Please, who is reading for me? I have John 15 verse 5. Thank you. Fire. I'm <clears throat> vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he he it is that bears much he it is that bears much fruit. for apart from me, you can do nothing. I preached on this mm-hmm. top this scripture yesterday in Norwich. I preached on this scripture on Friday in Lancaster. And love and today I'm preaching about match But it it means different things at different stages okay, Revelation 22 verse 13 oh, okay. yeah. I am the Alpha and the Omega the first and the last the beginning and the end so for, for whatever you do God must be the beginning and the end okay. whatever you don't start with God, you cannot end with God if you don't start your day with God you cannot end your day with God does that make sense? and the scripture I am the and you are if once we need to our relationship need to abide in christ to abide in christ means that you have to follow the rules of christ you have to follow the rules of engagement you can't just do your thing and say well it doesn't matter i love you we love each other that's what matters mm. love does not sustain marriage love can sustain a relationship to an extent but when you enter marriage people say love is blind marriage is eye-opener you will open, you open your eyes wide. You will be like, oh my days. All right, 1 Corinthians 10 and 31. 1 Corinthians 10 and 31. says, therefore, whatever you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do to the glory of God. Whatever you do, even normal friendship, whatever you do. I remember as a student, when I, when, whenever I go to the library to read, to do all night reading. I first, first spend the first one hour to do Bible study and I will pray. My friends will be like, you're here to study. Why are you reading your Bible? Like, I'm not impressing anybody. I know my weakness. I'm, I'm saying, God, lead me and trust me. Some of the people they were laughing at me, they had receipts, but I never did. And they were smarter than me. I'm telling you, they were smarter than me. They teach me how to stop I knew. How they didn't make it, I don't know. Even though today it baffles me. Because it's not by power, nor by power. my scripture. Says sometimes those that are fast don't always win the race. Sometimes the rich go hungry. It is time and chance, it is just the grace of God. Okay? So I want to speak briefly tonight practical ways that you and I can know if your relationship glorifies God or not. Nine practical ways. Ways that you can know. And these are so simple. These are so practical. That if you are sincere about yourself. Mm-hmm. If, if you notice any of this. In the relationship. Then you know that. Something is wrong. Something is right. If any of this is not happening. Then something is wrong. Okay. So. And so. It is it is important that. We check ourselves on a regular basis. We put ourselves into change. And we know that. I'm still in the faith. You know, number 1 in your in your relationship, especially when you are dating, okay? You need to ask, you need to keep asking yourself this question, how close are you to God since you began this relationship? How close are you to God? Are you closer to God or are you far away from God? Some people when they start seeing some friends, they will stop coming to fellowship. They will stop coming to church they are involved in this they will start giving excuses because it's almost every night they are chilling with babe that chilling is dangerous i'm telling you it's unnecessary when you marry you will get tired of chilling together you just want to be in your own space everybody is shocking you now oh i'm going to see babe i'm going uh, when you marry some days you are going to be thinking oh my days i wish i could not go home well, you know you are going There's nobody waiting for you. You know, trust me. So you've got to ask yourself, are you closer to God? Are you closer to God? Okay? A godly relationship should draw you closer to God. Whether it is you are praying together, you are attending church together, or you are even discussing faith together. When two people in a relationship and both both of them love God, there's a certain level of depth principle have because says, iron sharpens iron okay so you are going to ask yourself since i've been friends with this person am i closer to god or not and only you can be the judge of that i cannot i cannot i cannot speak on your behalf you have to reflect and speak and 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 you know you know number two since you have begun this relationship have you been have you compromised on any of the beliefs? Have you had to make compromise? You know, you have to make compromise. Oh, you are the type that you like to give offering in church. You like to support this, support that. And babe, I'm telling you, why do you have to give, man? Mm-hmm. It's too much. You know, why this, why that? All oh, these pastors, they are fake, they are this, they are that. We know they are fake pastors, it's not it's not news. We know, true or false, we know they are fake pastors. If you ask ourselves, I'm telling you, you know somebody I know. This person is with is dodgy still. So that's not news. But because they are fake pastors, doesn't mean they are not good pastors. They are genuine pastors also. And if you have, if you have a personal conviction to do something, the person you are with should honour that and support you, not to distract you from it. It's a compromise. It's a it's a settlement of differences. By mutual adjustment or modifying principles, demands or reputation, it will expose you to danger. There's nothing more unsettling like not being able to agree with the person you're with on a certain issue. It is important to find out each other's likes and dislikes, values and beliefs. Okay, have you been able? Are you have you making compromise? If you are with someone. Whether it's a friend or you are dating, you begin to compromise your core beliefs, then that is red flags. In fact, all these things I'm saying they are red flags. Alright. Number three. Do you bring the best out of each other? Mm-hmm. One of my good friends told me uh, that he was in a relationship, he was so toxic that each time you have to be, like, each time it's like he's just exhausting energy. It's just exhausting energy. I know you probably have known somebody where they have with somebody. He's just stressed all the time. It's like, are we competing here? Are we fighting here? Must we argue all the time? The same person will be with other people. They're like angel. When they're around you, they're like enemy. You're like, ah, this one is devil. Does that make sense? So, so, Whoever you are with, whether it is friend or you're dating, you need to bring out the best in each other. A godly relationship will challenge you. You, you, will, you will want to be the best version of yourself. And the other person wants want you to be the best version of you. As you are wishing for them, they are wishing for you. Okay? Because there will be potentials or even hidden talents that they can help you to draw out. You see, if you're with someone that brings out the worst in you, that is a bad sign. No matter how much you think they love you, that's a bad sign. You are with someone that always, always bring because there's two sides to a coin. There is, everybody has different sides to them. But why is it that anytime you're always angry, always upset, the energy, it's, 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 it's not a good sign. And so we have to be careful. We have to be careful. We saw one of, the, one of the things that destroyed Samson was Delilah, the wrong person. Wrong position. And Delilah brought out the worst in Samson. Samson was so powerful. Scripture was saying in the book of Judges, one day Samson was going out and he saw a lion. And the Spirit of God came upon him. And with his bare hand, he tore the lion into pieces. That's a kind of power that Samson had. But Delilah brought the worst out of him. I pray that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Number four, the fruit of the Spirit. Are you you exhibiting, are you expressing the fruit of the Spirit together? Okay? The fruit of the Spirit, fruit is a product of a mature tree. Whoever you are with, are you... Are both of you maturing together to produce the fruit of the Spirit? The fruit of the Spirit is one fruit that has nine different characters. It's not fruit. It's one single fruit that has nine characters. So, a Christian should have all the characters. It's not that, oh, I have love, but I don't have peace. I have joy, but I don't have kindness. I'm not kind. I have faithfulness, but I'm not gentle. No, no, no. It's one fruit that has nine different flavors. And so that flavor should be in us, but it's only a fruit is a byproduct of a mature tree. For a tree to produce fruit, it needs to be mature. So it's really helping you to, to be mature. You need to pursue attributes together that will keep you grounded and remind you to not to be self-centered but god-centered. Are you disciplined in that relationship? One of the one of the aim of that fruit is self-control. Are you able to control yourself? Each time you are together, there's are always the temptation. It's dangerous. And it's dangerous. You know, so if one person is always tempting the other, putting pressure on the other, it's a bad sign. You've got to be careful. Because the fruit of the Spirit is meant to be a... You don't fruit is not a gift. We have the gift of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. Fruit is a byproduct of maturity. Okay? But gift is given to you. Does that make sense? So for for you to exhibit the fruit of the Spirit, you need to be matured in the Spirit. Is that person helping you to mature or not? Number five. Would you like for someone else to be in the same situation you're in? You need to ask yourself, this person I'm dating, this person that I call friend, can I wish my siblings to be in the same position I'm in? You know, I know people that will be telling their friends, this thing I'm doing, don't do it. Unfortunately, you know, I remember when I was... When I was when I was in, when I was back in Nigeria, alright, One of my brothers, one of my the guy I was staying with when I was doing foundation. I knew through my brother, and so he joined calls, what right? And he was telling me, do everything in your power not to be involved in this thing because once you are in it, you can't come out. Your life is involved. Does that make sense? And so so you have to ask yourself, this with this friendship, this relationship, can I wish it for someone else? Is this the kind of relationship you would like for someone else to have? Would you tell them to run? Would you tell them to be careful? Would you tell them to take things slowly? Okay? You need to ask yourself, does my relationship glorify God? If the answer is not yes, you need to do something about it because you see you need to constantly evaluate yourself and the people around you on a regular basis so that you know because in fact one of this one is not your One, one of, another sign that relationship is ungodly is if they are always taking from you and they never give to you because relationship is give and take if you are always, if you are always doing the giving and they are always doing the receiving and when is they when is, when you are in need, they are not there for you. When they are in need, you know, that's not God because that's not. Scripture says, "Do your brother's keeper." When you're helping them, they can help you. Even if they don't have the material resources, they can still be there for you physically. Because let's think about it. Some people come to you for help. You know you can help them, but you're there for them. You're there for them physically. Number six, do you pray together? especially if somebody you're dating do you pray together you know someone was telling me today that uh, the person they are with when they let us pray they are always giving one excuse or the other other, that's that is that is bad sign when they are when it's time to pray they will give excuses they will say i'm coming when it's time to do other things they are there when it's, oh, let's go and pray. or oh, it's, it's time to pray now. They will switch on their phone. Oh, my, battery, my phone battery is dead. If, when it's prayer time, your, your phone battery is always dead. There's always something happening. Or oh, you know it's prayer. You know we are going to pray. If I say, let's chill now. Let's just Your battery will not die. When it comes to prayer, let me, your battery is dying. Those are bad signs. Okay? Because you need to take stock of your prayer life. Is your prayer life going down or going up? Okay, have you suddenly become too busy to spend quality time with God? Like I said, you're always chilling, 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 chilling. If you, if you spend time with, if you, the more time you spend with man, the, 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 the more time you spend with man, the less time you spend with God. I pray God to in the name of Jesus. Number seven, are you compromising on your values? You made up your mind that you know I'm not gonna have sex until I'm married. I'm not gonna kiss. I know some ladies they said, no guy will enter my room. No. If you want to see me, you wait outside or you wait in the common room. You're not gonna enter my room. So if a guy is now making you to compromise on your core values, it's dangerous. Even if it is friendship, no opposite sex will enter my room. Whether I am in love with them or I'm out of love with them, they will not enter my room. Wait for me in the reception. I'll come. Scripture says to flee sexual immorality, and that's how it starts. Okay, but I pray God help us in the name of Jesus, because it is possible to love God and still make mistakes. We all make mistakes. After all, we are humans. But there are some things, there are some boundaries you can put in place to avoid mistakes. Number eight: Do you respect each other? Do, you rest? do they have respect for you? Do they have regard for you? You are with someone. They don't, they don't regard your opinion. You think when you they them change, they are not going to change. They are not going to change. Nothing you say carries value. You cannot advise them. They will not listen. Because they already told them that women, girls, oh, what do they know? They are meant to be in the background. And so you grew up with that mentality. Thinking what do women know? It doesn't work like that. Do right, you have mutual respect for each other in this relationship? Two adults will always have different views. But a godly relationship will remind you to be respectful. To share each other's opinion without being insulting. The goal of a godly relationship is not to think alike, but to think together. Alright? You... In my home now, my wife, has, my wife has her own thinking, I have my own thinking. <laughs> I used to think, I hope my wife can think like me. She's not me, she can never think like me. You think you're thinking, let me take my thinking, we think it together and we come to a conclusion. So everybody if everybody's happy. But if I say no, it's my own opinion. No, it doesn't work like that. And finally, in this relationship, is it open? Are you guys open and honest with each other? You know, when when you are with someone that, whether it be it's a friend or this, they're always hiding their phone. They don't. They are going to the toilet. You can't even leave their phone here for one minute. They're like, is anybody calling? Don't touch my phone. When I go, mm-hmm. you know, what, what 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 are you hiding? Nobody can touch your phone. Nobody. I'm not saying to be sharing your password because you're not married, but it's more. Honestly, you see things you cannot honestly tell them this is wrong. You know, so I think it's I think it's important for us to know that God love relationship. There is a way to do things that is right. And there's a way to do things that is wrong. You can do if you do the right thing the wrong way, it makes it wrong. Even though what you want to do is right, but the way and the manner you want to do it is wrong. It nullifies everything completely. So you have to be careful, and I pray God help us in the name of Jesus. And um, does anybody have any question for Random because of time? Does anybody have any question? All right, I want us to pray. I want us to just pray for understanding because information is power, right? Information is power, and power is powerful. Power can make you or break you. If you have the right information, we are able to have the right understanding, we are able to find the right power. But if you have the wrong information, then destruction is not to just pray, God, give me understanding. Let me have the right information. The just if, can two work together except they agree? Can two work together except they agree? <laughs> Can two walk together except they agree. If they don't agree, they cannot walk together. I want just pray so Holy Spirit help me. Just pray Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit help me. Help me, Lord God, if I'm in a wrong relationship, wrong friendship group. Lord, give me understanding. Give me wisdom. Help me to navigate. Some of you, you have friends. They don't even know you are Christian. They don't even know you are born again. You are hiding that side of you. You don't talk about God around me. When I was a student, I talk about God anywhere, anytime. If you don't like it, that's your problem. If you are, if, if, if you are shy of God, God will be shy of you. If you are not proud of me, we're not proud of you. Just pray and say, God, give me wisdom. Help me. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, help us to make the right choices. Help us to do the right things. Lord, we are sorry for our mistakes, for our errors. Have mercy on us in the name of Jesus. Help us to become better. That we can make better choices in the name of Jesus. Everything that we do, whether we eat, we sleep, we do to glorify you and you alone in the name of Jesus. Everything we do, Lord, you be the Alpha and the Omega. You begin again and again in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thank you very much, guys. God bless you all. Yeah, God bless you guys too.